Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Longkang Kiddies podcast. There are four cats here in the Longkang. However, NG Cat is not here today. Let's uh, give it up for our guest cat, Lydia Shah. Meow. Woo. Hooray! Right, Lydia is actually the cat who shares my longkang with me, for those of you who are in the know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but this, this is a quick read. Do we usually introduce ourselves before? No, right? Not really, right? I think we stopped after a while. Yeah, we stopped sure after a while. Can we, can we just yeah. do it again one more time, just for, for, for clarity's, clarity's sake? Right, my name is Dan Wong. I'm a good citizen and I'm an illustrator by trade. Next up is Jerry Cat. Hello, I'm Jerry. What do you I'm do, sick Jerry? Today. Jerry is quite sick. Yeah, I'm old and sick and dying soon. Ladies and gentlemen, imagine a very, very old cat, you know, with his fur dropping off, wearing mm. an army hat. And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Jerry Cat. Yeah, we also yeah. have John Cat. Yep, yeah, I am John. Young, healthy, and handsome, <laughs> as usual. John Cat. You guys can't see this, but John Cat is very, very large. <laughs> He's like a normal person scaled up, but 1.2 times uniform scale. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Lydia, maybe you want to share with us, like, very quickly, what do you do for a living? So, what I do for a living is I work in the media sector. Yeah, pretty much I work in the media sector as a TV director and producer and writer. So, I am a fellow cat of with Dan Wong. <laughs> We are two cats in a longkang. Yes, indeed. Uh, we've been. You guys are a couple. Just say, just say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, couple cat lah. Okay, couple cat. We are couple I'll cat. Stop with all the cat euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see this, but we're actually wearing two matching cat shirts. Somewhat matching cat shirts. It's yeah, it's quite disgusting. Uh. but we've been a uh, a pair of cats for eight years. Eight years, yeah. thereabouts. I yeah. forgot her birthday for the first five years. Yeah. <laughs> what a, a champion. Yeah, he, he kept wishing me on the wrong day, and I look at him and I'll be like, it's, it's the wrong day, bro. It's the wrong day. You know, by the way, the, here's a good tip. Uh. Okay. So, what I, for me, it's not birthday. Uh. For me, it's anniversary. I always forget. So, when, we, when I got married, yes. so we had this um, thing where basically all the guests would put their thumbprints uh-huh. onto a, like a drawing, and then there'll be the date that is printed at the bottom so I had so I had that that whole thumbprint drawing thing framed up in my mm. living room mm. so every time I walk past right there's no excuse like I will know the ah, my anniversary so clever yeah. just frame it up yep interesting so it looks it's like artistic it looks nice and practical mm. and Jerry you haven't reached your first year yet right no no not yet the first year Marriage since, anniversary. Yeah, since getting married, no, almost, almost. Any any tips for a young couple like us who's about to get married? Well, choose your ROM date wisely. Huh? Oh, okay. Why? 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 Because mine is uh mine is a couple of days before Christmas, so no, we'll never forget. What happened? Ah, clever, clever. No, ah, okay. he, he's saying that he he got married just before Christmas, so ah. he'll never forget. And we'll celebrate everything together, so we save money. Can we get married on Friday the thirteenth, baby? Now we'll never forget too. No, you'll forget the month. Oh, yeah. Confirm you'll forget the month. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, boss. Just get married on National Day again, really. Then you definitely remember. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. We've been once to the National Day parade. We're done. We're done with that shit. I ain't going back. Alright, before we go on, <laughs> yeah. I have a deep philosophical question I want to ask before we start this podcast. Okay, please, please, please. Okay. So, which is worse, the devil or the devil's armpit? What? Which is worse, 
the devil or the devil's armpit. Let's just consider this for a bit, okay? By devil, you mean the actual devil that you've got to deal with, and then he's like torturing you and things like that. Is that what you mean? Basically, yes. Okay, and the devil's armpit is a place where you will reside in all the time. No, the devil's armpit is like the devil, he has an armpit, right? Like yes. he has arms sticking out of his shoulder. Yes. So where the joint is, <laughs> okay. at the bottom, so that's the armpit. Okay. So which is worse? His actual physical armpit, that's what you're saying? Yes, correct. Uh, his actual physical armpit. I'm actually taking this very seriously, and I would go so far as to say it's probably the devil's armpit. So the devil's, so the, the devil's armpit, right? Is part of the devil. Yes. But the devil is not part of the devil's armpit. The devil's armpit is one of the components that makes up the devil, yes. Yes, correct. Yes. But then the the devil is not a component of the armpit. Yes. Yeah. So which is worse? <laughs> How about you, Jerry? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, the no, way it's important, it's important. Yeah, I, I sense something mm. deep behind this the, question. The way I look at it, the way I look at the question is strictly from the surface. If dev, which one is worse, right? If you say, if I say devil's armpit, am I therefore like permanently attached to his armpit? If that's the case, right, then maybe the devil is better. How do you know that? What if he puts you through unimaginable horrors and tortures that you cannot even fathom? I don't know. Whereas if you are just a microscopic creature living in his armpit, you'd be like, yeah, whatever, it stinks, but yeah, whatever, I'm cool. How about just looking at it as a third-person observer? Okay. So right now you're just like, from the outside looking in, right, the devil's contained somewhere. Okay. So you see the devil. Okay. And then you have to, and then you have to see his armpit. Okay. If yeah. it's in that case, I'll probably say... I'll probably say the devil because the form is something that I can see. It's like a human being, kinda, but with mm. goat legs and fiery horns and what whatnot. Yeah. Whereas the armpit is something that's uh, somewhat more microscopic, and I'm not used to seeing like a giant valley full of hair. <laughs> Lydia, uh, I'm gonna go for the armpit. I think the armpit is a scary thing because you know, in in your mind, you have a perception of what the devil is and. And, and, and its form and its being whereas the armpit you kind of don't know how to prepare yourself or defend yourself against that it's what is it what's it gonna do how does it smell are you gonna drown in the forest of armpit hair maybe the armpit hairs are maggots exactly you don't serpents. know serpents you don't know yeah, that's why I said the devil that's why I said armpit hair you don't know what to expect with the armpit okay you're a high risk individual and I'm a low risk individual I don't think that we can get married anymore <laughs> Anybody so I'm single now. Uh, if you, you know you can find me on Facebook. Yep, I'm I'm gonna be out on the street, just buy me a drink. We'll Alright, so we are fifty fifty on this. Okay. I'm also the armpit. So we only, we only Angie to break the tie. Okay. Uh, we'll ask her when, when she gets back. Excellent, excellent. Uh, are you gonna explain this or are you gonna explain in the next podcast? I have no idea. We'll see how we'll just play by ear. <laughs> Today's topic though Today's topic though Is very close to the heart Of every one of us It's very close to Singaporeans Especially those people In the creative industry And it's uh, It has to do with Singapore media It has to do with SPH specifically We'll start with there first Since it's a topic That we can all relate with uh, John you brought up The topic right You want to tell us more About what you found out About SPH And uh, okay, so particularly in, in relation to other countries So the The question I want to put forward uh, Is Is SPH The perfect press solution I know that's going to sound like ridiculous at the at the, at the yeah uh, audience or just like yeah. like, like what the fuck yeah the, yeah yeah <laughs> push and, away the monitor <laughs> and you know I'm the the most libertarian of the group here and then having me saying that hey having the government sponsor the press uh, the press 
Is that such a great idea? So the reason I came up with this, right, was that what happened a few, like, in somewhere in the middle of August, the Canadian conservative news network known as Rebel Media basically imploded up. We'll put up, we'll put up links in the, in the description below. But basically, there's allegations of misappropriation of crowd funds. So, like, basically, the, the crowd will fund a certain project that Rebel Media has put up. And Rebel Media, in turn, has misappropriated those monies. There's also allegations that journalists were forced to continuously ask for more and more money, even though certain project target have been met. Rebel Media has been accused of all these things. Right now, there's no conclusion yet. However, the what what this what this shows me right is that given left to its own devices right the press also is an entity that requires to keep itself profitable to keep itself afloat this is a more extreme example but let's look at some of the more moderate and milder examples of the press trying to keep itself afloat lah. so like for example tabloid news right just basically invading the privacy of celebrities of uh, popular people people that are just in the now and of course, if you look at recent election cycles with Trump and Hillary, how information was just distorted, you know, by Sky News, by Time Warner. I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous, right? Like, if you look at the whole news cycle thing, it's just complete and full of biases. You know? And how, how does this relate back to us? And how, <clears throat> how does it relate to SBH being a better solution than what so, you described? SBH, right, is a unique sort of uh, proposition, uh. It's what we call. It's what is called a state-owned enterprise or SOE. The difference is that so-called government forces, quote unquote, okay, uh, do not interfere. I mean, this is on paper, Okay, we all know that's not precisely true. But on paper, they are not supposed to step in and interfere, and they need to be disciplined by market forces. So they need to keep themselves profitable. Given that SPH as a whole. They tend to keep their tabloid news to a minimum. I mean, they still do, but not in the way or in the extent that how, uh, for example, some of the Western countries can really run with a story and just destroy individuals in that way. And that they do not need to resort to crowdfunding to, to gain the funds that they need because they do have a lot of other business ventures to keep themselves alive and profitable. And that at the, at the very least, right, I can sort of trust that SPH would give some facts. Like, they can spin the facts, but at least I can trust that they'll provide facts. So given all this, right, I was just thinking to myself, is SPH, are we staring at the perfect press solution and we don't own it because there's no so-called point-for-point -point comparison with anything else that we've known? So that is the question that I want to bring forward up. Hmm. Sorry, that was a bit long-winded. <laughs> no worries, but, but can, can I try to summarise that for you? Sure, thank so you. what you're saying is that in Singapore, there exists this particular solution where the state owns the newspaper. Does it own the newspaper? But the newspaper has a free reign of how it runs its business. I'm not, not in terms of the, co the content, uh, but in terms of how they run the business business. Yes, correct. Right? Meaning, they are dis according to you, they are disciplined by market forces. They still have to keep themselves afloat. The state will not inject money into them if they are making a loss but it's state-owned. So what does state-owned really mean? I'm trying to grapple with this. Like, what, what does this mean? State-owned, but state cannot control. I think in a way, uh, a lot of our SOE, our, our government-linked uh, agencies and corporations run the same way. 
Uh, SMRT is one good example. SMRT, SBS Transit are, are good examples. They they uh, they do get they don't get cash injections from the government in terms of hey I give you money to do things, but they get cash injections through uh, infrastructure. So uh, LTA owns the infrastructure, but it's the private transport companies that run the infrastructure, and they have to figure out a way to uh, keep themselves. Uh, financially financially capable of continuing the business mm-hmm. otherwise their their tenureship is like 10 years or something mm-hmm. so it's, short. it's l- quite short actually it's quite short to be honest in, in the long run of things but uh, in, in that sense we're, we're talking about the government basically saying okay here's the here's the tools go and do whatever you want you know um, go and do uh, whatever you want provided you stay alive provided stay you stay alive yeah, and provide yeah. a good service to people yeah so if, okay. if I, but I don't know how that works out in the long run because you know basically the way that I put it is probably they, they put them on a medium length leash but it's not exactly short right they don't they don't they don't hammer in on every little detail like not, I imagine how North Korea would do it but it's not exactly free reign either but then there's this comfortable there's this medium ground that the government is trying to find i don't know where exactly it is either but it's definitely somewhere along those lines okay okay john john i feel like sometimes what makes me uncomfortable about sph sph okay let's let's again let's put all content aside for now for now yeah right is that the fact that there's no competition in sph and that uh that kind of worries me and um uh, i feel like it's it's a better environment for us consumers when there are multiple people competing for our attention and multiple people having their own views and angles and you side yourself with with your cnn or your fox or your bbc or you side yourself with the media angle that relates to you or that speaks to you or that you agree with uh, but, but i think just elaborating on what john was saying as well i mean because in a way there's no competition Straits Times is not is not going to go the tabloidy way. They're not gonna try and say things in a sensational way that is not factual just for the sake of getting eyeballs and attention away from their competitors. Actually, they do have like, I mean, just to be hundred percent clear, like they are one pound or two I think usually they are the worst <laughs> offenders. But I think it's, it's not yeah. But it's not. To the, I don't think it's to the point like how the West does it, where it really becomes. Like it's just fucking insanity, right? Like your children could be target, and it could be they they just print outright lies, you know, just like complete fabrication. Like they know it's fabrication, they print it anyway, then they retract it, and they know that the retraction right will never get as many eyeballs as the initial publication, mm-hmm. and they do this no like, like mm-hmm. with the complete knowledge. So, I think to address your point, there. There's a few things. Uh. One is there is um, com- quote-unquote competition as well, which is so-called the, the new media. So we have ah, okay. the various so-called internet outlets now, which is, the, which is why the government is trying to clamp down on them and trying mm, to give them impose, licenses, yeah, give, impose certain rules and regulations. Because they're, not playing, they're so-called not playing by the rules. Uh. Personally, we, had, we, we did an episode on this. Uh, we sort of voiced our opinions about it already. Mm. But, and the other thing is, of course... What exactly are we competing for? Like in terms of the distribution of information. Because if you if you think of for example CNN and Fox as competitors, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's not really a perfect model in that sense. Because once again, right, the, the fabrication, the lies and all this right, or the or the slant of whatever news that they present would just be 
completely like a top-down decision where they say you know like Rupert Murdoch may feel a certain way about a certain thing and then therefore you know you have to present the news in this way you cannot present it in any other way so that we hit our target audience so there's no longer the the, the truth is no longer a, a part of it we're just talking about the bottom line here so what the audience might ask is who is to say that SPH is not like that yeah of course uh, I mean definitely it's not it's not to the level that we can all imagine it to be. Uh. They are not the perfect, so-called, they are not the paragons of truth. They are not even particularly good, uh, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, But I think in some ways, right, like if you look at the, the coverage of the election cycle, of our own election cycle, like when it comes to the opposition, right, it's so laughably biased mm. that you cannot help but feel are they doing this on purpose? Like, are they? Are we being trolled in some like seven-dimensional chess bullshit? Like we don't even fully understand <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's so obvious, right? But John, what what interested me about your statement is <clears throat> is that you find a particular aspect uh, that SPH is doing in our country that is far more efficient or it works far better compared to the American liberal and conservative media, right? Uh, I'm trying to home in on what the aspect is. I I. Am I interpreting it correctly if I say that it's this particular balance between the private and the public, you know, the the state and the nation that is striking, that it's a medium medium length leash from the government and also a medium length leash from the people, and it ends up being some sort of like right in the middle of the seesaw. Is that what attracts you about it? Because, you know, they are afraid of, of, of... offending certain aspects of journalistic integrity simply because the government is watching, right? And, and they'll come down with a heavy hand if they do. But if they don't go ahead and be entertaining, then all of us will just not not partake in their their media. I mean, well, what is it that so attracts you? The way that I always see the press, right, is one of one of their so-called moniker is the fourth estate. Lah. Or at least that's the, that's the slang that they have in the US where they're supposed to be watchdogs against government overreach. So anything that the government does, right, they're supposed to report on it for the for the for so that the people know. And anything that happens this, in Washington... This, this, this is a, a, a American... Yes, correct. Okay, okay, all right. So for the rest of us, right, it's supposed to function in the same way. Like a free press is supposed to be our first and immediate defense against government overreach. Okay. So in, in a sense, they are the watchdogs. So the question with watchdogs is always, who watches the watchdogs? Like it's definitely not us, right? We are not like we, the citizens, the the, the readers. We are not fact checking the, yeah, the watchdogs. We got to work, man. Yeah, and then whatever they say, right? We solve. Yeah, I know it, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it is what it is. Okay, okay. And then the, and then we also uh, <clears throat> accept whatever slant that they inject into a particular story or headline. Hmm. And then all of these are important and critical pieces of information right that we consume but we don't question we don't understand so is it a is it a is there a way that we can have it both ways where we can have our cake and eat it too Mm, so mm. in the in the in the form of a state-owned press that is quote-unquote disciplined by market forces so that they do have to keep themselves profitable right so there's no we don't have to we are not paying for it so we don't have to we're so called not covering up for the mistakes of our of our journalists and but on the other hand right there's some sort of oversight on the whole thing by the way I, I, I'm 
I'm not for this at all. I mean, the like I said, I'm pretty libertarian, and I, and I think that government should not should not be touching anything that is not like defense related, but it's or, or infrastructure related. Yeah, but it's fuck. But uh, to me, it's just fucking stupid <clears throat> to always come up with this libertarian excuse why without then it's just like oh you know everything just oh yeah just let the, just get the government out of it just privatize just privatize but that's not a realistic solution to current issues uh, current affairs right it, it just won't happen so I'm just thinking in the meanwhile before we attain our libertarian dreams are state owned <laughs> press companies right the perfect solution. Jerry, let me ask you a, a, mm. a question, right? Okay. Hypothetical. If right now, okay, there is Minister Ching Chong Wang, okay, mm. and Minister Ching Chong Wang comes into power in a very powerful position in the right. government, right. and he proceeds to, to you know, become very corrupt, mm. right, and doing a lot of things, experimenting on cats in secret, uh, killing children and raping them, and then feeding them to the cats they experiment on, all these things, but in secret. And a journalist from SPH, and you, Jerry, a journalist from SPH, finds out, and you report the story to your editor. You know what? 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 Do Do you think that SPH is in a position to to shout out and call out when elements of our leadership, our government, uh, they they in in John's case, uh, John's uh, you know term overreach? I don't. I think that you know experimenting on cats. That's a little bit more difficult to uh, kind of figure out because. We, we've kind of seen what happens when uh, a private citizen who does have some connections with the government go up against SPH. We do, we did. Uh, the, the guy who, run, who ran NKF, right? He, he's, uh, he's, he's, got his, he's, he's got good connections, but when he's, he went up against the article that, that investigated against his misuse of funds, mm. he there's no way you could win because you know you, no matter how well connected you are you know you, you're, you're going up against the media the official media that the government kind of approves but when, when you do that there's no way you can win no matter no matter how how the, the you know no matter how bad the situation is you, there's no way you can win so for but if it's someone within the government itself I think it would depend on how far up the food chain he is if it's all the way up the food chain, then perhaps there might be a problem. But if it's somewhere in the middle and there are... But then again, there are party politics as well. So In, in this situation, let's not think of any like fucking spy 007 bullshit. Mm. Like, there's no scenario where somebody will come down with a gun and shoot you. Yeah, of course, no. of course, of course. You know, it's just a bureaucracy, red tape, whether your editor will run it, how far the news will get pushed, whether mm. the government will sue you. Whether Jing Chong Wang you, will... You, pro- you better have your... Or rather, I better have my story Evidence, right. yeah, yeah, evidence. I better yeah. have my story correct. If okay. I better not have, you know, is it should not be hearsay. I should have... Like uh, photos of him raping the children. Let's or not cats. say raping children. Yeah, let's, no, no, no. Yeah. no. He, he, that's, that's what he did. Oh, I'm giving okay, you... Okay, yeah, okay. this is what he's doing. He's experimenting and raping children and kittens. In but, secret. No, but, but you should use... You should use... Uh, okay, you know, okay. He's embezzling money. Yeah, something, that, something that's a little bit less... Bo- you know, like... Because raping children, you... Right away, you, people... Huh, yeah, that's really, uh, You know, that's too... No, cannot. Sure. No, sure, cannot. Okay, okay. It's okay. his own... Even his own... Okay, okay. Uh, you want to go subtle? You want to go subtle? Okay. Then one more go subtle, okay? He's running a secret computer AI Machiavellian conspiracy where he suddenly... Ma- through the use of technology and the internet and big data, he makes your decisions not your own. How about that? Ah, you don't know this. 
Ha, he, he, he subconsciously manipulates all your data and you just do whatever he wants you to do, you know? Because of technology, big data, computer, and your internet usage. Then, then, then he totally, like, he make Jerry not run the article. Yeah. So then, so then but, 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 I have my tin for hat on. I have my tin for <laughs> hat on. So, so I have my tin for hat on and I've seen through his shit. Right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. Exactly what I'm saying. But all of us are we don't know, you know? And then Jerry's like, oh, Ching Chong Wang is do-do-do-do. Then we are like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about, Jerry? You're fucking crazy. Yeah. You're up there with those conspiracy theories. Not even you guys, <laughs> even the editors and people. Exactly. Oh that damn difficult, man. I'll probably run it on a blog, get sued, thrown in prison <laughs> forever. So the state media is powerless uh, to defend us against a conspiracy. Not in your example, but <laughs> What? Moses <laughs> overpower I mean okay Even if we can get The publication outright I'll just If I'm Jing Chong Wang I assume that's me <laughs> Okay oh, oh yeah Oh yeah You're a Wang Sorry so I didn't so mean that Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm a Wang you, no? Yeah so I will just mind control Everybody else I, also, I won't mind control Jerry He's immune to my influence Right he has his Team yeah. hat on So I'll just Influence everybody yeah, else so To distrust Jerry Correct that, that, I cannot do anything really So that, I think your scenario Is so overpowered lah then Super overpowered man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Professor X Level <laughs> shit here man Imagine the entire country Of 3-4 million I'm the only one Who knows everything Okay I'm sorry guys yeah. But really the point I'm trying to make is If 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 one of the the What do you call it what, If one of the functions Of a free press Is to do checks and balances Of the government If they overreach Then is SPH able to do it Yes I think yes I think SPH will still just launch a damn thing as long as if let's say I was chief editor Jerry comes up to me he's like hey I have evidence that this guy is that this Ching Chong Wang guy is raping kittens or whatever then I'd be like you better have like damn freaking solid ass proof mm. and it has I'll probably have be like you need to make sure that this is like times three level of like confirmed plus shot guarantee you are completely right about this because then I'm going to be ready to like have to back you up. Mm. And when, if the government comes up to me and say, why are you going to say this about Ching Chong Wang? Then I'll tell them, go and ask the CPIB to investigate. That's what I would do. And the government will probably do that. I would, at least that's what the government thinks they want us to. Yeah, that yeah. they will do. Yeah. So, you know. At least on paper they say so. Yeah. yeah. So I think definitely, if we to look everything on the surface, surface level, right? definitely we are so-called on the up and up. La. We there won't be any real issue with major stuff like this. Of course, it's the more insidious, the more subtle things that that just sort of just beneath the surface, but not enough to make a dent. Those type of scenarios, yeah, no choice. But having said that, right, it's the same with free press everywhere else in the world, right? The there's no guarantee that the fourth estate or the free press will guard us against any of these things that we just talked about. But at least with uh, with so-called a state-owned enterprise, I won't have to worry about them stealing money. We won't have to worry about them resorting to, like previously you mentioned, them spreading misinformation or even outright lies just to gain readership. Yeah, correct. So okay. that is my that is that's the that's my point. Okay. Um. <clears throat> just now you were talking about crowdfunding. Why is crowdfunding for for a uh, press instrument wrong it's not that it's wrong it's just what that what are the downsides of it? because the, I, f- I failed to see it when you were talking about this yeah but the problem is that actually if all, all crowdfunding endeavors now right they are they are super iffy uh. I mean at best right they are just like 
really shaky on just like standing on really shaky foundations with any crowdfunding um, projects what you're basically saying is here's my idea give me money and that's the same with the rebel media what they are doing so they, they, they were saying for example one, one of the examples that was given was oh we need to go to Israel we need to cover this certain group of people that's oppressed by some other majority groups or whatever we need money to send our journalists there so people were excited right they said yeah I know we need to we need we need to get on board we need to donate money to rebel media and the trip never happened so but the problem is was there any guarantees that was given and then if there's no guarantees right is there a way that we can get our money back if the product is not up to satisfaction because with any other with any other thing right a contract uh, once it's given even a verbal contract even let's say then you and i right i say to you uh you give me a can of beer for a bottle of water and we have to honor that agreement right i mean the the enforcement of it is a bit ridiculous uh, to enforce such a thing but when it comes to bigger ticket items right we have to honor our agreement and with crowdfunding right it's the same thing you have to honor your agreement and what happens if you don't there's no there's no recourse for the for the consumer there's no recourse for the people who have donated and this is what i'm afraid of you see and because they are unwilling to so-called stoop to the level of tabloid news this is their only other way of getting funding and if this is the only other way and there's but then it doesn't protect the consumer then i'll be i'll be dubious lah. i mean for me i'm always on the side of the consumer i'll never sit on this i'll rarely stand on the side of the corporation and I think I think the uh, one one thing that John probably didn't uh, insert was this is probably the only way for Rebel Media to uh, source for money without having a, a third party influence. Because what happens is if they they could jolly well go and get an investor to invest money, but that would you know end up if it's a private enterprise who comes in and say you know hey we give you money we want to leverage some uh, some some pressure on you to do the the your reporting in a certain way then that would kind of compromise on the, the things or the story or the, the whichever whichever version or whichever mm. direction that the, they want to report their, their news so that that is a that's always a problem just, uh, just a side note rival media do have some wealthy backers uh, but it's quite it's not a lot it's not to the like CNN level for example um, but that just, just as a just so called to insert a bit of accuracy in, in mm. what we are saying, uh. But yes, Jerry, you are precisely right. Um. Okay. <clears throat> I'm thinking of a of a parallel example, right? Uh. Yeah. It is true that if you produce a product, you you know it, you should get what you you agreed on, right? But there are also other other methods of relationships that don't really work that way. For example, right now I tell you, uh, hey John, I'm starting up a, a F&B business. We are selling craft beer. Uh, if you believe in my enterprise, uh, maybe you want to come in as a sleeping investor. And let's say you, you know me and you trust me a lot. You know that I, I do good work. I'm serious about my business. I fucking know my beers. I know my customer. You're like, okay, then um, I'm going <clears> to <throat> loan you $50,000 for you to start your business, right? And then uh, uh, I, I expect to see uh, X amount of returns in X amount of time, right? Okay, but then I start my business. I, I do everything to the business plan. I, 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 everything is off to a good start. And then suddenly shit happens. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to come up with hypotheticals on what the shit happens, but shit happens. And at the end of your X amount of years, I'm unable to give you X amount of money. Basically, the business yeah, but is... but you actually started the business. The point of Rebel Media, right, is the business was never started. Okay. I just took your money and ran. Ah, so that is the problem, okay. you see. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. okay, then in that case, in this hypothetical scenario, why do you give the money to this person? Because you believe that he can deliver, right? Mm. Yes, correct. Right. 
So, but then, there are also the you see like if there are certain recourse that I can undergo in the event that you take my money and run. Okay. Right. The, I mean, for me, there's some level of enforcement. I mean, when it comes to amount like more than a few thousand dollars, usually you can get some sort of police enforcement to come to come in already. With Rebel Media, right? What they are doing is very clever. So they take one dollar, yeah, people, like yeah. Uh, like a few dollars here and there. So individuals, right? They find they will find it very difficult. Like sometimes some of them don't even bother anymore. They just like yeah, whatever lah. You know, it's just ten dollars. So yeah, anyway, that's that should not be the case with this sort of agreement. Uh, one one of the things that uh, I I thought I should drop in. Uh, one of the things that uh, I thought is interesting about crowdfunding is. Say for example, in uh, crowdfunding of uh, comics or video games, um, I think video games more like uh, more, uh, video games are probably a better parallel. So there are many many uh, crowdfunding of video games out there. Uh, obviously, the people who ask for the money, the developers, severely underestimate the development costs. Oh, so many times. Yes. So many times, right? So many times. Or some of them uh, did cancel the project eventually after having used all the money uh, there are others who did uh, produ- pro- produce the uh, produce the product but it was not a complete product it's never out of alpha or never out of <laughs> no man's sky <laughs> no. well they, you know what you know what's funny for no man's sky they right. actually patched it up and it's playable now yeah but after it, six months yeah yeah after six months yeah but if you see what the guy promised in the beginning yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. yeah it's exact kind of person that John is talking about you say one thing but it's okay one sure sure but I, I I agree with you as well. Uh, there's another one. I mean, we, we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, what's the other one? Never mind. Uh, but the thing is now, I'm I'm actually very curious. The people who gave money to uh, to to them for for shit. What's that? What's that? Rebel Media. Rebel the media. people who gave money to Rebel Media. My my question to them is: the people who gave money to video game developers, they expect they expect a product that they can enjoy. It's entertainment, but. What do people who give money to a journalist, a journalism-based uh, media company, what do they expect out of it? Like, what if the report doesn't go that way? No, no, it's a bit like those, um, you know, Vice Media. Vice Media, you know, they will have long-form journalistic campaigns, so-called. Mm-hmm. Right, they will just sit down with someone for like hours and hours and or they'll interview a lot of people. It's a bit oh, almost like a documentary style, documentary type. Oh, okay, okay. Of journalism. <clears throat> so I believe that's what was what was promised lah. Okay. Uh, I know I have a point that I'm trying to make, but I want to like slowly, slowly walk around the I, I don't want to do a dagger trust. I wanna walk around to your back and then deliver the point. <laughs> Okay, John. Yes. Remember last last podcast we were talking about this uh, very talented, hardworking, and intelligent individual known as Sunny Liu. Yep. So right now, if Sunny Liu came up to you and said, "Hey, John, hey, you know what? I'm I want to do something like a, a a platform for press for Southeast Asian news, right? And what you're gonna get, you're gonna get uncensored Southeast Asian news. None of that government intervention. You know, it's a press for the people by the people, right? Uh, you, you wanna give me some cash? Huh? I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it happen, you know. I know who I've got on the team. I've got an experienced academic, right? A very, 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 very experienced academic, and I've got an activist, a very, very, very well-known and influential activist, right? And all of us, okay, we have got a track record of doing things well and making things happen. 
Just give me give me some of the money, give me some of the moolah in your wallet, John. What will you say? I probably won't give you. <laughs> are, are I'm so sorry, Sunny, for the sake of this. I'm so are sorry. You try, are you asking? Okay, are you trying to gear for me to give you the money? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, uh, I'm, I, I will not sell it as well as Sunny can. Is that your hypothetical? Yeah, but that's the. No, this is not. Uh, so, this is actually not a hypothetical. It's, uh, it really is happening. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So so um Sunny Liu has recently started a, a new platform called the New Narrative. And I think they're crowdfunding today. They're having like a giant okay. event. Uh, yesterday, today. yesterday. Oh well I just saw it on Facebook. Oh, okay, so apparently. Okay. So apparently it's happening today. Um they're having a crowdfunding thing at Projector and they're trying to raise funds to start a new media platform, which is basically not funded by one big important wanker who has one political opinion. It's not, it's not supported by, you know, a big government or anything. And it's just hardcore academic journalism that is just done by regular folks like us. So, in the essence of something like that, does that seem appealing to you, John? Well, uh, not at all. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Why, no, why, no, okay, John? So I, uh, Isn't this exactly what the idea of a libertarian news platform is? No, funded no. by people, run by people, subject to market forces entirely, hundred percent. No, it's not. It's not subject to market forces. It's subject to their target audience. So this is not free press, which is market, which is market forces. Well, right. you can you can talk about right. it as though it's market forces, lah. But in in as okay, this is not free press. So the people that he's roping on board, right, all have their own agenda, all have of their course, own biases. Of course, of course, of course, right? but that's, that's, that's natural. Correct. Yeah. So what is, how is it different, right, from any other platforms that is already out there? Because they have the power to check the government because they are not in the government or not affiliated with the government. <coughs> and their interests or agendas are either aligned with or similarly aligned with or somewhat aligned with the people, not the government. How do you know that? I don't know that. I don't know that. So then that's the that's the crux of my issue. I I don't know. Look, like the, here's the fact of the matter. Nobody knows that. I doubt Sunny New knows that. Like if let's say there's some there's some government initiative right that is being launched that is aligned with his interests and values right, is he going to be objective about it? Can, can we can we think of it as a as a, a thought exercise rather than than I mean let's not let's not think like oh you know um government has secretly has hand in it that kind of thing or Sunny Liu is a is a provocateur or something like let's just pretend that he's just a a dude, right? Uh, who who is, you know, a normal Singaporean dude, that kind of thing. Well, would that make you feel better if if that was the case? There's there's no such thing. <laughs> there's no such thing as a normal Singaporean dude. So because basically what you're saying is that, at the end of the day, the people who are in it have a point of view, and that is the point of view that they're going to drive. Yes, correct. Okay, and then okay, so that's Sunny Liu and his gang, right? Or uh, rather. PJ Tum or Kristen Hang and their gang, right? I, I think then we start our own gang and somebody else starts their own gang. We are all crowdfunded and we are all subject to market force and all of us have a point of view and all of us have a particular target audience. Okay, then that is sub- that is attractive to me. Oh. Okay, so it, everybody does Everybody one. does it. Okay. Yeah. Then that's okay. Well, we're kinda of doing it. That is the Yeah, yeah. Good point. Well I I'm not so sure about that, lah, but that would be the libertarian dream. So that way, right, when we are all when we are all free from a government influence and we do have to so-called drive our own uh, sales and whatever, then it sort of becomes a little bit more fair and balanced in that way. Okay. So we can, one, you cannot lean one side or the other. You, have to, you, ha- you really have to cover all your bases and be as fair and objective as possible, not just to 
not just to service your own uh, mission objective, la, your own so-called mission statement, but also to be profitable and viable in, in, in the industry that you're in. But I think in a way, most uh, news networks, news agencies, they do have, uh, when they were founded, they do have a group of people or maybe a figurehead that is very, you can say strong-headed, and they have a very, very good direction of where they want to do, uh, or where they want to go. Uh, say, if if you're if you're talking about some um, millionaire moguls, media moguls, they say, "Oh, I want to start a newspaper, or I want to start a news news network that um, that centers more on liberal news." I think Half Post is one of those. They they did it for many years. Then they they were given a lot of money by another network, and suddenly they they just exploded. Uh, and of course, we know Fox is owned by uh, what's the guy's name? Murdoch. Hey, yeah, Murdoch. The funny thing is Murdoch's sons are actually a lot more liberal than him and they have been uh, they have been instrumental in driving out some of the more conservative hosts recently. You guys are very well informed about foreign media. I feel like such a dunes. No, uh, just, it's just reading. It's just reading. I mean, I'm, I just read some of the headlines that pops up. I, I, I read Naruto. <laughs> I have not read Naruto. That's the problem. Maybe I should read Naruto. Yeah, but man, the thing is, I feel, I feel most of these private news medias, they do have a strong man or a strong woman at the head to push a certain agenda. That, that's, that's where they get their money and their, you know, reader base from in the first place. So John, don't you think that, you know, this whole new narrative effort by Sunny Liu, Kristen Hahn and PJ Doom is the first step to achieving your libertarian dream? And I think people know that at least, you know, if they can start it, so can you and there's hope for that. I would say if this was the first step, right, then I sort of disagree with the first step. Okay. With new narrative, right, they've just released a video, lah, and I've watched it already. And right from the very beginning, right, the within the first two minutes or so, I really sense some sort of bias, implicit bias. Like their, of course, of course. Their entire premise, right, I just completely disagree with. Who do you think is very empowered? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll put a... Okay, I mean, if we are lazy and we don't put the links down below, okay, you can just Google uh, PJ Doom New Narrative and this what's the name the title of the video again? The Some, title Something about the, elected pre- presidency. The elected presidency and the political economy of race in Singapore. Yes, please go and Google that because it's an interesting video to watch. And John is right, they do have an agenda and do have a bias and I think it's an extremely empowering uh, stance to take and, you know, act educating uh, Singaporeans on, on these various things that you may not even be aware of. But this is a... The, the problem is they're injecting their own sense of morality in the whole thing. And I think that's that's one of the things that I'm, I'm just a little bit sceptical of. And when whenever people do this without coming up front and saying, you know, I'm doing this, right? It becomes it becomes a bit dubious. I, I, don't, I don't trust a source like this. That's, but that's just my perspective, lah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what 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 PJ Doom is saying is not necessarily false. I I I think ninety percent of what he says is 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 right up there in terms of accuracy. I mean, I have no doubt. But I just disagree with the angle that he's coming in with. I disagree with the premise and I disagree with the angle. And but the way that he's framed it right is though as though it's fact. And that's something that I'm not comfortable with. Okay. I, I have a, I have yeah, a confession. No, I just yeah. have a confession. Because obviously I've I've paid. A I've I've watched a lot of uh no watch I've listened to a lot of the Long Kang Kitty podcast, and uh, oftentimes uh, I always find that uh John's John's perspective on things, I find myself like I usually favor Angie, 
Usually that's what happens And I'm always like Yeah AG's right AG's right John's, John's wrong What's John saying What no governance What What I'm always like Very pro NG. And today is the first time John is saying something And I'm totally on board Every single thing John is saying Oh okay Okay Yeah no I totally agree I just like and then especially because if it's because you're in the media yeah, and you understand how it works and you know how to deceive us. That's yes, why I do know how to deceive all of you. <laughs> but at the same time, you see, with journals especially, and I think that's also a bit of my issue is that with journalists, you even though you have a perspective, it's not it's not your job to impose your perspective on things, but it's you tell people what's out there and let them make the decision for themselves. That without, is a dream, now, Yeah, without force feeding your own personal beliefs. That's my opinion lah. Darling, do you have something to say about the video? Because I could tell you have something to say about <laughs> PJ Toom's video and why I found it to be good and you found it to be not so good. No, I mean, actually the production execution, okay, not, not ah, bad It's a good joke, it's a good joke. Yeah. But that aside, I mean the content. I mean, I haven't fully watched the video yet, so... Um, it was the one about, uh, you know, they, they show this YouTube social experiment and oh, yeah. talking about the I mean, insidious... Yeah, so I've watched, like, I, haven't watched, I haven't fully watched the video. Um, but it's just from my pers- I mean so far from I understand the new narrative But I have to I have to read up more But from what I feel about the new narrative is that Currently the vibe is very very academic Which is fine, that's not a problem It's just that obviously when I come from a media side And I have mass media experience It's the kind of thing that I think might not get the eyeballs That's it I mean from a very very commercial sort of perspective It's when it comes to academic things, people tune out fast, especially in the media world. Not that there are people who don't want to listen to this, there are, but I don't know if there are, there's going to be enough to continuously fund new narrative. I don't know whether it's going to go the distance. So you're saying that new narrative, other than you know showing that intellectually empowering... Uh, it's very alienating. Content. Yeah, it's so alienating. It's very alienating. So they need to be more S-gag. They need, they need more candy Not necessarily. and, and so S-gag and just, just to give, and wait, wait, wait. So just to give an example... This is the kind of arguments they have in Dalongkang. He's always he 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 has this face like he's he's purposely like oh I'm gonna irritate my girlfriend. By the way, I'm still single. By the way, I'm still single. (laughs) What the example I wanted to give was that was um, let's just take mothership and uh, middle ground as uh, as, as examples. Uh, middle ground, obviously, you know, Bertha Hansen is heading middle ground and then there's mothership. Um, they, they came in with a very clear perspective on how they wanted their readers to read them. And I think they understood the, the importance of that, that mass appeal in that sense. So middle ground, I mean, and this goes to branding and my friends are actually the one who did the branding for New Narrative, but... <laughs> The new narrative branding is very academic and it's already starting to give that vibe of that alienation sort of thing. Whereas if you look at Middle Ground and Mothership and both Jerry and Dan have drawn for Mothership, um, their branding is a little bit more, either it goes on to neutral or a bit more commercial and fun. Exactly, it's commercial and fun. Um, As to whether new narrative should go fun, I don't know, but maybe they should look at BBC. BBC is a very good example of keeping it dry and witty. Dry, witty... Journalistic, strong, not biased, just neutral. It is what it is, but it's not lost the academicness about it. So that's maybe what new narrative should be looking towards. BBC is totally biased, though. By the way, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> every a everybody is biased. Uh, come on, uh, we just have to leave it. Yeah, it's it's quite hard, uh, to be completely neutral, lah. Uh, I mean, neutral. the the so called the the biases that we have, right? 
what needs to be what needs to happen is we need to be upfront about it. I mean, definitely there's mm, there's mm. biases, but I think coming up front and not letting the branding cloud the message is also very important. I think one of the things that uh, Lydia touched on earlier was this academic feel that new narrative has. The problem is that the the way that they're trying to inject moral agency into a, into a subject right has has nothing to do with academic like it's very clear that there's a political agenda behind all of it like they are they are really slanted to the left they are they are quite liberal in their ideology and in their thinking so the, the example that they gave right was the social experiment where everybody stands up when there's a bell that, that goes off and they're trying to they're trying to talk about social conformity and try to link it with the CMIO I don't I don't think it's I don't think there's a link there I think they they, they sort of Overstretch that link to the to the breaking point already, and but then the way that they presented it as though it's fact, and that that's why I have a problem with. I think I think on the whole, uh, I think John and I have not just John and I. On John and I and Angie has talked about this before. The the more the the more emotions you feel after reading a certain article, uh, the more you should check the sources. Yeah, and right. the more you should double do a double take and try to filter out the information, you know, rather than just taking it as this. Because if if you read an article and it makes you really infuriated, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm really yeah, I, yeah, I finished reading this article, I really want to go and whack some you know, some some tourists or whatever <laughs> who, who come to Singapore and just don't understand the rules here. Then you should you should start thinking, wait a second. Uh, why is this article making me feel this way? <laughs> you know, yeah, that is a good, good, good piece of advice for everyone, yeah, wherever yeah. The, you are on the political scale or age or whatever. <clears throat> okay, um, Lydia, do you have any uh, last thoughts about this matter? As as guest, you get to have the last word. Uh, neither John nor Angie nor anybody can can second your last word. <laughs> I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> no, darling, you've got me. Don't worry. I just merely said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm or, or about. about la- okay. Last. Last one in regards mm. to. Hmm, let me see. About the media channels or just your experiences in the media. Mm. I think. Um. And I don't know whether you guys have have discussed this before, but to a certain extent, I would say, only to a certain extent, do I think that censorship is not a real thing in Singapore. I have a feeling that most of it is self-censorship. Um, and that's based on my experience working with government and non-government agencies or yeah, and just producing content for the Singaporean audience. There are bias and I do get like notes from big bosses saying, can you make this more right and things like that. Try not to sound pro, you know, left. But you'll never get scolded for making something sound pro, right? So it's small things like that. But other than that, there's no actual active hand that comes in and starts policing you. So I believe that censorship is a, is, is a myth in Singapore. That's in, in terms of the media scene, I don't think that censorship is a real thing. And it's all self-imposed. That's the last word from me. By the way, as the... As as John Wang here in the Longkang Kitties, right? I'm the worst offender of self censorship. You can ask the rest, uh, yeah. I like normally when Dan Dan will say something, I'm just like, no, that's not going to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However libertarian he is, yeah, that that happens a lot actually. Yeah, for 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 you ladies and gentlemen out there who don't know how it works, uh, what we do is that we rotate in order in order of the editing. So every every podcast, one person. 
uh, takes turn to edit it and the editor will final say or at least mostly final say of what goes in and what doesn't. So that, 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 that adds to the fun and variety of this, this show. So you'll hear a different thing all the time. Yeah, and you hear different editing styles. Mm. So when all the when you have like different music and all that, like that's not a conscious choice. <laughs> it's just the preference of the editor at that point. Yeah, and whatever is royalty free. Mine always has farts inside. Okay, thank you very much for your for your time and joining us, Lydia. Uh, hopefully, you get to awesome. Damn, do we awesome. have a? Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were speaking in tongues. Do we have a magical moment then? Uh, okay, all right. One last magical moment before you go. Are we gonna sing? No, 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 darling. Uh, we have we figured out. That singing, we, we are people of many talents, but singing is not one of them. <laughs> okay, okay. So this this is for all three of you. Okay. You are, you are just going to work as per normal at your desk. You see a computer article out on there on Straits Times. It says. Uh, either Lydia, John, or Jerry, okay? You guys, alright? You, you see your face on the newspaper and it says, This person is a child molester and a pedophile. This person, you know, has been caught, you know, doing all these dirty things to children. Right? Your face is there, your name is there, right? Okay. Okay, here's the crux, okay? No police come to catch you. No police come to catch you. Okay, there's literally no criminal... Of course, you didn't do the deed, of course. But no police comes, comes knocking at your door. But the article is just out. Right. And, and then you're like, like what, what the fuck is this? And then you, you write email, phone in, okay, no reply. Then you, you, you're like, wow, fucking angry. You're going out for some coffee because you're angry. You see the new paper, your, oh, your face again on the front page. This person is a pedophile. You're like, what, what the fuck is going on? Then you, you wonder whether you're in some kind of conspiracy. You run back, you check the, the online today. It says the same damn thing. You read Xiaxia's blog. Oh my God, she's saying the same damn thing. But none of this is true. And you're, you know, okay, this it, it is happening. This is real life. Okay, what do you do next? Okay, obviously you have an opinion about like how you would react because uh, you're already saying that you're angry, you're gonna go for coffee. Sorry, kopi siu siu tai. But honestly, like the first time I see it, I'd be like, haha, what a joke. Okay. And if but I see it. Over and over again, you know? I'll still think it's damn funny, to be honest. I'll just be like, me, ha, ah, sure. Yeah, then your colleagues start asking you, like, hey. No, no, my colleagues will all be like, hey, Lydia, your face, ah, confirm. Because <laughs> Yeah, I mean. I, I, I don't think I would be that upset unless it starts getting like very very crazy like if I start getting harassed or things thrown in my window or if the police come then no, I no, actually police don't come yeah exactly police so come. if the police don't come and really the only the only issue is that people like keep asking me about yes, it yes social, social uh, yeah I'm, I'm yeah whatever yeah, I'll just laugh about it I'll laugh about it with them yeah honestly Aww. as long as I'm not going to jail doesn't matter I just think it's okay. a huge joke yeah yeah, and if it doesn't affect like my job uh, in future, so if let's say oh, I probably will, you know. Yeah, then then right. I'll do something uh. Then that one I'm I'm physically go down SPH and I'll find the damn editor and and I'd rather be in the news for killing the editor <laughs> than being a child molester. Okay, all right. I would I would do the Amazy thing. I'll just run. <laughs> but you didn't do it. I didn't do it. But I'll take it as an opportunity to get the fuck out of here. See, I'll just run. Good idea. <laughs> Okay, you can join Amos in this in his cell. Yeah, 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 probably will. Yeah. <laughs> John, what will you do? Okay, you can, you can defeat a hundred, uh, like a like a thousand conquerors. You can cure cancer. You can invent the next big thing. But you fuck a goat one time. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll forever be known as the goat fucker. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I'm, I will be insisting on getting my name off that. 
of that article. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll find. I'll find. I mean, my Liv- my response will be quite similar to Livia. I'll be quite chill about it. But definitely, the article needs to go down. They need a, they, they need to retract it. They need to issue an apology. Because I don't want to be the good fucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I I have to take part in this too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I think I, think I agree with you. Uh, uh, the moment the moment it happens, even if they retract it, even if they issue an apology, even if they all this all this action, you will forever be known as the good fucker. Yeah, but you might be a very rich goat fucker if you successfully sue these guys. Which yeah, you yeah, can, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be yeah, yeah. a very rich goat fucker. Yeah. You have to own it somehow. You have to turn it to your advantage, you know, and not you are in serious trouble. Yeah, either you make use of the popularity or I don't know. There has to be something. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. You have to turn it into a strength. Don't turn it into a. Don't wallow in fear and run away like Jerry. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm, I'm running because I'm taking it as opportunities. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I can get out. You're leaving your wife behind. You're leaving your cat behind. I'll take them along. You're leaving your your house behind. Hey, that's a significant investment. You'll rent it out. <laughs> Come rent it out. Probably rent it out. Can you rent it out? Yeah. They will rent it to the goat fucker. Yeah, they will. It's the goat fucker's house, you know. They'll turn it into a museum. We don't rent it. The goat, the goat fucker house. This is where he fucks the goats. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Now, I hope that this episode has been entertaining for you. Please give us suggestions on what we should talk about next. If you don't like this episode, or tell us if there's something that we left out, you know, that we are, or or if you're on the new narrative project, please. Type your, your comments below If you attended the, Our latest crowdfunding Pitching session Also please let us know If you have missed out anything Because we have not been there Are you like Freaking asking Sunny Liu To reply Of course ah <laughs> Okay not, not so much Sunny Liu But uh, uh, Kristen Han Because I always wanted To talk to her But okay. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway I saw Sunny Liu At SDGCC today yeah. Yeah, He was very busy So I was very shy To go and talk to him Ladies and gentlemen That was awful Long come kitties Thank you very much Have a good night <laughs>